What is going on, everybody? Happy, happy new year to everyone around the world. Uh, welcome back to another episode here on What's the Word Entertainment. Of course, as always, I am one half of your host, Sherm. We've got my partner in crime, Old Bed. Uh, happy new years to you, sir. How, what's going on with you? Bing bong. What's good? <laughs> Yo, man, I can't believe this is this is it. New Year's Eve, December 31st, man. 2021 is over. This is it's, it, man. It's yeah. I just I can't believe 2021 has come and gone. Um, like as we've said, we said this before. The last two years have just been a whirlwind for everyone, not only in this country but around the world, around the globe. You know, uh, but yo, I'm 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 looking forward to the 2022. You know what I mean? Um, looking forward to staying positive and right. not not being positive in COVID. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> you Thanks. know, you know, but yeah, yo, New Year's Eve. Um, any special plans for the New Year's thing? Man, you know, you are not wrong. I was, I was been calling 2021, uh, 2022 part two, um, <laughs> excuse me, 2020 part two. Uh, hopefully it doesn't turn into 2020 part three. Um, but I think it is good to stay mindfully positive, not COVID positive of, of right. the next year and whatever we got going on. I mean, I'll be honest with you. I, I, I'd never think of New Year's Eve as like anything special. I always think of it. Right. It's, it's pretty, it's pretty bland day, you know, Is even more so when it's on a weekday versus uh-huh. this year when it's like on a weekend, weekend, it sucks because of the situation. Right. Right. Is it, you think New Year's Eve is over? Cause you know what? People always go crazy. Oh, New Year's Eve, go to the club, get it popping, do this, spend mad money. It's like, yo, yeah. don't, I've done all that and everything. You know what I mean? Obviously back in the day, yeah. especially being in New York, like Times Square and all that kinds of stuff like that. Well, yeah. I can tell you, I've never actually gone into Times Square and you watch the ball drop. Cause dude, yeah. it's like negative 45 degrees out there and cats are just sitting there and you sitting there, standing there all day. Thinking you can't leave. You can't, <laughs> you leave. can't leave. Because, <laughs> Because the thing about that, those, those dudes in Times Square, they want to, you want to be in the front to see the ball drop. You got to get there like eight o'clock in the morning. And if you, once you leave, when you walk away, your spot is gone. So yeah. you're sitting, you're standing there the entire day. You're not getting food. You, how are you going to go to the bathroom? You know what I'm saying? Like that? <laughs> dude, I never understood that, dude. I never got that, bro. I never, never yeah. did that, John. I, I mean, like I said, I've gone into Manhattan on new year's to you know what i mean to go out and party and stuff like that right, but right. not to do the whole ball drop thing i know it's me new year's eve i think it's a little bit overrated now people kind of want to just chill i wouldn't mind if somebody had like a little party a little gathering mm-hmm. like the house a little intimate thing i mean like 10 15 people something like that yeah. i would rather do that and just be in the crib and chill i mean i think you you hit it on the head when you said you know when you're young go out spend a bunch of money you know hey, for the followers out there who are listening um recognize that a lot of the stuff you did last when you were young what was fun was you blowing a bunch of money that you look back on now like man i probably shouldn't have done that now <laughs> so happy that you did because who knows what your life would have been like had you not done it but we all keep saying the same thing that man i wish i hadn't done that right and, you know let's let's r- real ones already live there and this is a good this is good you know information for anybody you should be living your life quarter to quarter so like people are excited about what you're doing on new year's eve uh, some of us are excited about february and march right mm-hmm. like my ability to then submit my taxes tax season starts january 1st uh mm-hmm. my ability to then i mean if you're planning your life out two weeks in advance this is New Year's Eve is just a day on the, on the week, right? Mm-hmm. Especially if, if you work a regular job, not one that's pretty cushy where you could be hung over on a Tuesday morning, <laughs> Wednesday morning, right? Like, no, bro, we got a meeting. Are you going to be there or not? Yeah, we're right. Yeah. <laughs> and everybody's going to know why you're slow to the, to the update. <laughs> for uh, real, for real. Oh, man. Yeah, man, you know, New Year's Eve, it's, New Year's is always a good time. We've College football uh, bowl games are in full effect. Ooh. You know what I mean? There's a slew of them. 
which is funny. I know kind of steering away from our, our, our NFL talk, we're going to get into in here in a second a bit, but I always felt like college football with the bowl games, I feel like it's just like, you know, those, one of those consolation prizes where it's like, eh, here you go, but it means nothing. You know what I mean? It's almost like a participation trophy or, you know what I mean? The kids, yep. the kids don't win anything. The purple trophy, the purple one. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, what is the point of these random, all these rather random bowl games? No, I, I can tell you, I can tell you the real point is for them. The real point is to make money because it's hundred percent. I was going to say, I didn't, he wasn't going to say okay. it. I was going to say it. <laughs> Okay. But I'm saying about what is the point, I guess, for the actual athletes and doing it and for like the recognition of it. There is no, there, there is none. Like I said, if you're not in the college football playoff, then it means absolutely nothing. You're not actually fighting for it. So the whole idea when you play a sport or any sort of or competition is to win. Ultimately, win make the ultimate goal, reach your ultimate goals, win the championship or finals, whatever, whatever it may. Whatever be. we agree upon as a community is the highest of highs. Right. You know whether it's basketball, baseball, hockey, golf, tennis. You know whatever, whatever it is, swimming. You know what I mean. You want to get yeah. that gold. You want to get that top spot. But playing in the you know whether it be Chick-fil-A, Tostitos, Home Depot. The Jimmy Kimmel uh, Bowl the, was in the first. The Circuit City Bowl, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like, what, what what does that do? What does that matter? You know what I mean? I'm it surprised there's it, not a cash money records bowl, honestly. Yo, let's go. <laughs> she said cash money records bowl the ovo bowl you know what i'm saying exactly like, exactly exactly like, well i guess it's just a, it's just a revenue thing at this point i feel that's all it and, is about for the schools to make money you know it is but at the same time like it's good for them to have somewhere to go to compete you know i think that's the biggest thing is that they at least want to li- let them end on some kind of high note let them have something to you know to end on because they then they do this on a lot of sports i'm sure there are you know you talk to people who play in the epl the the uh there's this one competition that happened the europa league the europa league nobody wants to play in the europa league because it means you didn't go far in the champions league you know, and you were one of the top teams that made mm. it on to go play against all of the big teams from around mm. the world. You mm. got to go play with these guys who we all know are eh, a little suspect. Yeah. Um, uh, but, you know, I think I think it's good. Listen, so my background, I did marching man in high school. All of the bowl games are events where there are marching man competitions. So mm. I sure did had a chance to go to uh, the Liberty Bowl mm. in Memphis, Tennessee. They right. had a billboard erected for three six mafia right outside of memphis because they were a grammy award-winning artist and they deserve it that is the kind of place i want to go to i saw graceland in person you know and then i saw and this is why i always fight for carson palmer uh because i watched him and the usc trojans fight on march on and play against the iowa hawkeyes at the orange bowl in 2003 Mm. and if you don't know what it's like to get to miss the return to school because the game is on January 1st. That means the competition is in, is the day before. And then the award ceremony is the day after mm. <laughs> I'm all for these board game, these bowl games. If me as a nobody can miss school and watch football. Yo. Okay. All right. All right. I feel you. I feel you. It's always, there's always some perks into it. Yeah. Always some perks. So got to ask who's getting what out of it. Right. Okay. I got you. All right. Oh man. So let's get into it. Okay. Let's get, 
into our usual NFL talk. Um, we're going to do a quick recap on the week week sixteen around the uh, NFL. First of all, actually, even before so we get in, before we get into the recap, let's just talk about the unfortunate news in the passing of legendary Hall of Fame coach and broadcaster John Madden died at the age of eighty five just the other day. Um, you know, I think everyone knows he is just a legend in his own right. You know, from a Super Bowl winning coach to a longtime NFL broadcaster. I mean, his his touch on the game of football guy is probably bigger than anyone else's. I mean, in, in the history of the game. I mean, just quickly, your I guess thoughts or reflection on John Madden, what he kind of meant to the game or what he kind of brought out in the around the NFL. Yeah, no, I sad, sad time for the NFL, uh, especially after they just had him on for uh, the event, this Madden event that they did. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, you know, so it's got to be something about timing, right? Got to be something about timing. They, they, I'm glad they were able to get that out because he's been a, a, a caretaker for many football fans ushering in what is football for us now, right? A lot of the, the I remember standing in line for Madden 2005 when it mm -hmm. dropped and getting the uh, the blackout cover that had the reflective material and it was uh, it was Ray Lewis on the cover and probably played that game so much that it burned a, a hole in it. You know what I mean? Like it's, <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. this guy had was so universally loved, not just in the sport of football, that my man could sell anything with this catchphrase. Boom. Right. Mm -hmm. if, if you said boom right now, I would say tough acting to acting. <laughs> my man was selling foot cream anti-fungal cream and it was commonplace it was just as soon as you hit you it was the greatest marketing ever you know I, all right he, right right uh, his his claim to fame for me was that he broke down the game for regular people to understand today and this was something that um uh al michaels commented on uh that today guys would be like oh it's a cover two shell it's this that and we're so excited about hearing the analytics because that's the level that we operate at mm -hmm, now, right mm -hmm. back then he'd be like that guy's not a three he's they, they're gonna call him a three technique but all that means is this this and this right dumb mm -hmm. it down make more fans now right, obviously right, right. As, we, as we play fantasy football now we see there are people who like are super hardcore in it and people who are not and I think a lot of them could at least get on the same page with Madden and he was able to bring us all together you know so sure. you know, rest in peace to him yeah, absolutely. Rest in peace to John Madden, a legend in his own right, of course. I mean, loved by all, cherished by the league, of course. But uh, yeah, yeah, Madden NFL football, the video game was probably, I will go down, it's probably one of the, one of the greatest video games of all time. I mean, there's just people that don't even know John Madden, uh, who he was, you know, before, you know, as an analyst, like I said, he was a coach helping the Raiders, leading them to what I think was Super Bowl eleven victory, I think it was. Yeah, right. Uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, like I said, his impact on the game, I guess, will live on forever. Um, you know, obviously just through his work on and off the field and everything, like you said, commercials and things like that. But yeah, like I said, um, one of the, one of the greatest of all time, but rest in peace, John Madden. Let's get into, I guess, the breakdown of the games. Oh, bad. First up, let's talk about Indianapolis beating Arizona. Um, Arizona has just kind of just been falling off, man. Ever since they lost DeAndre Hopkins, they don't look like the same team. I mean, they're still a 10 and five. It's not a bad, bad record to have at this point in the season, but they just don't, they're just not the same offensively as they were with D hop out there. Um, Indianapolis, we showed out, you know, Jonathan Taylor had another hundred yard game, of course, the candidate for MVP of the, this year. Carson Wentz effective with the football. I'm not sure how they're going to be now that he's in um, COVID protocols, um, but just really touching on the game. 
I'm kind of surprised, you know, Arizona has fallen off. I know DeAndre Hopkins is one of the top receivers in the NFL, but overall, they're not even running the football like they were. You know, I uh, think Chase Edmonds was, 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 was out there this week. Uh, I think John, I think uh, James, James Conner was not. Um, but still, Kyler Murray led, this, led, the, led the team in rushing with four carries on 74 yards. Now he's doing what he does. He tramples with the football. I get that. But you have to be able to establish the run, just like the Colts did with, with Taylor running, running 27 times for 108 yards. What's up with really what's up with Arizona, Obed? Because it doesn't seem like they're the same football team really what they once were. And I'm not really sure what they're going to be like the rest of the year. I mean, I think you you opened up it pretty well uh, regarding them having like, you know, a 10 and five schedule at this point in the year, but you look at the losses that they had and you kind of scratch your head. You got blown out by the Panthers and Cam Newton's first game back. Mm -hmm. All right. Maybe D hop wasn't out there, uh, but that's just inexcusable um, to lose by that much, let alone lose uh, a game against the Rams. There was some dumb, just, just stupid play, sloppy play that cost you to lose. And you were off a of bye. Okay. All right. You lost to the Lions, and now mm. following that up by losing to the Colts, only scoring uh, a combined 28 points uh, when this team should be putting up 31 a week. Um, you know, you, you hit it there with James Conner not being out there for them. That's a huge loss. I mean, his, you pull his 14 touchdowns off the board. Uh, all the rushing work that he does has just kind of been a battering ram for them. Uh, and it feels like the Steelers, right, when the Steelers lost James Conner so heavily dependent on him and his play that when he's not there, well, well, what the hell are we doing? Yeah. So you look at the stat line, you see Colin Murray at 74 rushing yards, but he had one fifty-seven yard rush, right? Like it seems like he just kind of had some sprinkles around there in uh, the three for 17 uh, that, okay, you were making some plays, not maybe making a lot of plays with your legs, but you were making some plays. I, I just, and AJ Green is disappearing. Yes, he had the big catch, but only on three targets. You know, yeah. I, I, I thought, I thought they that, would. I thought they'd be feeding him the rock like crazy. Yeah. I mean, they're they're on a slide right now. They're on a slide, and I'm pretty sure they're going to get the doors blown off against the Cowboys. And it might actually be a competitive game for them not to end on a five game losing streak when the Seahawks come to town. Dude. They, yeah, they cannot. If they end on a five-game losing streak, I don't know, man. It's looking, it's looking real dim for the Arizona Cardinals, which we once thought was one of the top teams in the league at one point. You know, like, like I said before the season started. Remember, I picked them as my a surprise up-and-coming team to look at, and they were, they were hot and heavy. You know what I mean? You know, one like they won what they won the what six, seven games in a row to start the year. I think it was. They had a spark when they started, and now they're just garbage. Yeah, you know, it's looking real mediocre right now. One player goes down. Actually, that goes to show you that you have one dynamic player. When you lose him, it can, it, it can affect your entire squad. You know? I mean, they've lost two. They've lost two. But again, I, this is why I said that uh, Cliff Kingsbury, even with a better team at the time, is not going to be Sean Kovay because he's just not that guy yet. Coaching's not there. All right. Yep. On, on the other side, though, you did make a point that the Colts are looking okay. I, I'm not sure what they're going to do with Carson Wentz being out with the COVID protocols. I finally caught up with him, right? He finally got the Right, money. right. We're yeah. talking about that, how he hasn't, you know, he's unvaccinated, hasn't got it. I guess he's finally in the protocols. Now, they, they're saying that he could play because now they're, the NFL has following the new CDC guidelines of instead of quarantining for 10 days of unvaccinated, now it's down to five days. So, I believe he, if he tests negative, if today and maybe tomorrow, he should be able to go on Sunday, if I'm not mistaken. So we'll see how it goes for them. But yeah. And so I, have, I have a question for you, Sherman. Yep. 
let's say Indianapolis makes it to the Super Bowl. Somehow they the hard the good rushing like we know is great in the offseason or in the postseason wins uh, games. Let's say they match up with the Green Bay Packers. Who do you pick? Green Bay. Why? Because it's Aaron Rodgers. Okay. Carson Wentz is not Aaron Rodgers. It doesn't matter. Aaron Rodgers does things that is not physically even possible for other quarterbacks to do it sometimes. Like I said, he doesn't have to have his number one weapon, Devontae Adams, out there. He can, they've shown that he can win without them. Win with, with Mark, uh, Valdez, Scantling, and those other guys out there. You know what I mean? Um, it's just because his ability, like I said, I've said this before. Tom Brady will probably go down as the greatest quarterback of all time, he will, right? But as from an arm talent perspective, Aaron Rodgers is the best I think we've ever seen. The way the windows he fits the football through is unparalleled to anyone other anyone else we've ever seen in the NFL. He will throw the rock in a space where, where the receiver is not even there, not even looking at the football yet, and he will get it between two or three defenders right in the receiver's lap. It's amazing what he can do with the football. In the very was it was I think it was 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 it uh, week one if I'm not mistaken when the Packers were playing the what San Francisco 49ers in week one I think it was and or no was it week three I think it was week three and they had like the San Francisco 49ers went up with like about 35 40 seconds left in the clock and everyone knew too much like, time too, too much, much time. time too much time. You know why? Because it was Aaron freaking Rodgers. Any other quarterback like, ah, oh, 35 seconds down by a score. Ugh. You know, you know, okay. this, this might not work, but because mm. you have Aaron Rodgers, that's all you need. He's a reigning MVP for a reason. He's a candidate for MVP again this season, dude. He's putting up numbers, you know, why? Because he, that's because that's what he does. I think, I think he's still in a portion of his life where if he looks at the game, and, you know, emulate what Tom Brady has done. Take care of your body. Mm-hmm. Do the things you need to do to stay on top of your game. Don't take too many chances. Don't party right. too hard, right? right. And, and yes, if you read the Players' Tribune article written by uh, Dominic Rhodes, uh, excuse me, Xavier Rhodes, Xavier Rhodes, uh, and talks about playing against Aaron Rodgers, he said that he watched the ball shift position in the air to go find Jordy Nelson in the end in the back of the end zone I mean it's just wizardry with the football mm-hmm. you know wherever we're talking about he can probably feel the grooves of the individual pelts in his fingers when it leaves the ball he's got 33 touchdowns and only four interceptions on the season Tom Brady's definitely got a four interception season that he got was an MVP uh, season if I'm not mistaken might not have been it was like 38 and four 36 and four yeah. something crazy like that yeah, that's said- when you're really playing at an amazing high level. He's, so he's tied for first with least interceptions. He's first in total QBR on the year. You know what I mean? And he's top 10 in yard. It's, now, now, before we turn into the the, uh, the Packers pregame show. Uh, <laughs> so then with all of that said, you take the Packers in a Super Bowl against a hard rushing team. Yes. They just had an opportunity against a hard rushing team, but that team is absolutely how, depleted. With but but how can you right? not? How can you go they, against Aaron Rodgers, though? That's the only win, but because something is wrong with the Packers in that they only won by two points against the Browns, right? And this uh, is not, this is a very okay, you know, good okay. quality team that you're talking about that has Aaron Rodgers that has only won by one against the Ravens who are depleted and have the most people on IR, right? Mm-hmm. Like they're there mm-hmm. to me. Yes, the quarterbacking is there. He will make plays with his arms. But is that on Aaron? Is that on Aaron Rodgers or is that on the Packers defense? 
Okay. Right. Because let's talk about it. Change, change the quarterback's name to Peyton Manning. This is why I will never pick them over Tom Brady because I've seen it before. You can throw out lights out. You can change Devontae Adams to Marvin Harrison, or you can change him to Reggie Wayne. You change whoever you want to, and then change a the quarterback to Peyton Manning. It doesn't matter. Okay, great. The quarterbacking is fantastic. But uh, what is he doing to keep the team in games? Tom Brady can throw for thousands of yards. Are you going to play small ball? time of possession lead the clock right i get that now but you can't always say put it on one thing because listen i can't no you're right tom tom brady can throw for 500 yards and six touchdowns every single game and put up 50 points a game and they can still lose and if yeah because if the defense gives up 51 you're gonna lose we were there they got gassed they got gassed right you know and this is the situation if the baltimore ravens don't go for two maybe they have a chance to beat these guys again Mm -hmm. it's one point like you said well they won by one now they won by two Hopefully the next game they'll win by three. Right. right. So, talking, like, right. So, so talking about this Packers and Browns game, you know, this is a game where Baker Mayfield had four interceptions. And he said, yeah, the Packers only won by two points. It was a kind of, I guess, a slow start for Green Bay. You know, they didn't yeah. even score in the fourth quarter at all in this one. You know, maybe because yeah. they were just coasting along. They thought they kind of had it to win in the bag, perhaps. Put up you know, in the second quarter, yep. You know, um, but I don't know. I mean, I mean – as far as Green Bay is concerned, like I said, I can't really go against them at this point. They have the best record in the NFL at 12 and three. Um, they've already lost the best up. wide receiver in the league. Devontae Adams is having a phenomenal season. I mean, you can't really go against them right at the moment. I mean, they've already clinched their division. They're probably, they're going to try to lock up a number one seed this week. Um, you know, yeah. I, I uh, yeah, I just can't. I can't go against Aaron Rodgers at, at the moment. You know what I mean? It obviously yeah. depends upon injuries and things like that. You know, this yeah. is a, you, you talked about it before. They lost Bakhtiari. They're starting uh, starting tackle earlier yeah. in the year, year you know, um, yeah. and they're still 12 and three. Yeah. You know, I mean, hey, we're, it's, it's the same thing like the NFC. The, the NFC team seemed to have stacked a bunch of wins mm-hmm. coming into this time of the season yeah. and now are playing a little slower than we and they, they only had one bad loss in that week one loss to the Saints. Other than that, like I say, you lost by what six to the Chiefs and you lost and they won one game that they were supposed to lose. I think it was the Arizona game. I think that that was a terrible ball that was thrown. There was miscommunication with uh, AJ Green and they like threw it. I've heard from D2 uh, college players that the ball does not just get thrown to you. In that situation, the ball just got thrown to that guy. So that was absolutely right. right, right. Um, But so would you, Sherman, would you say that this Browns disappointment is a line of disappointments in a disappointing season? Yeah, I mean, the Browns are arguably probably the most disappointing team in the NFL. I mean, with such talent going into the year, Obviously, OB, we know OBJ is not is no longer there. He's out in LA. We're, we're, let's um, but, be honest here. Are they going to do anything with OBJ? Come on now. But still, dude. I mean, just offensive. I know. Um, what was it? Chubb and Hunt were hurt a lot of the year. They, you know, they were out, a lot of guys were out with COVID yeah. and things like that. But yeah. damn it, I thought they would be much better than seven and eight. Quite frankly, you know, and we talked about this as well too about Baker Mayfield. Is he going to get the? Is he going to get that deal? And I've said it before. I think they're going to. They're going to um, exercise his fifth year option. Mm-hmm. Let's see what he does next season. And then if he had still another subpar year, then no, I don't think he gets that extension, you know? Um, yeah. But it's, I don't know, man, you just loaded it with talent on, especially on the offensive side of the football. Like I said, Jarvis Landry, OBJ, Kareem Hunt, Nick Chubb, two of the probably the two best running back, the best running back duo in the NFL probably. Yeah. Um, you know, so he established the run. Absolutely. I have no problem with that, but, you know, but the passing game was just not there. I thought, I thought they'd be putting up at least 30 points a game. 
<laughs> yeah, I, I would agree with you. I agree with you. I really, I really yeah. did. But I just maybe, maybe it's just hey, maybe B- Baker and OBJ just didn't sync up, and that happens, dude. Not yeah. every wide receiver and Ocho Cinco went to New England and couldn't do anything with Tom Brady. There you go. It's just yeah. sometimes it just doesn't work. I yeah. get it. It happens. So now, maybe that's now I will say this though, like I, I agree with that. I do think that they are they are very disappointing. But I would probably pick the Minnesota Vikings. I feel far. like the Minnesota Vikings has been, you know, and while it hurts as far as the most disappointing team, you mean? It's probably the most disappointing team. Okay, okay. Uh, just in that, okay, they actually did have a decently tough schedule, uh, you know, in hindsight. But mm-hmm. I just think that they have the firepower. I just think that they have the upside in the run game. I think that defensively, they're supposed to have a better outfit of guys. Yes, there was some injuries there. Didn't have uh, Daniel Hunter for a while. Um, I just don't think that. Uh, what they are putting out there is mm. consistently enough living up to what they should be, especially when you have a defensive minded coach. It, mm. That's what you wish you had. You had a mm. defensive minded coach who always takes care of the defense and the offense is run by a very good group, you know, because at your core, you want to be able to stop the ball and then figure out how to score points, much like New England. So New England has gone through a one year rebuild, right? Mm-hmm. They just, they, their foundation is stopping the ball, figuring out how to score points. They've got to yeah, do some work on that. Right. I get that. And for sure. I mean, I think you said it before, Obed, that if Minnesota has, hasn't given up any points in the last two minutes of any game, they'd be undefeated just about right now. Yeah. The, they've lost, but they've only lost by one score. The most they've lost by this year is by eight points. That's it. Yeah. That was to San Francisco. Every other loss by three to the Cincinnati, one to Arizona, seven to Cleveland, four to Dallas, three to Baltimore. You know what I mean? Every game has been within one score. They're in, they're in every competition. They're just coming up short because they're giving points up. They're giving up points down the stretch. So, I mean, that's on the defense. And I, you know, you know, I really, that's on the defense, dude. I mean, I don't think because people want to first off, they always want to quick to blame Kirk cousins, hundred percent, but you can't, he's eighth in yards passing, which is better than Aaron Rodgers is 10th. He's tied for seventh and 30 touchdowns and only seven interceptions tied for fifth. Okay. He's, he's playing, he's playing efficient football, but the defense is not there. Like you said, you cannot give up points, especially in the last two minutes of a game and expect to consistently win. You know, I, I completely agree with you. The, the, the talk of efficient with the football, right? Like the kind of, the kind of aerial efficiency that we saw with Cincinnati playing against the Ravens where Joe Burrow goes off for 37 of 46, 525 and four touchdowns. Mm. I mean, just, I, and you know, I, I, let's be honest here. The Ravens are a sieve in the secondary, right? I, I want to like temper expectations on the, they, Jamar Chase has put up like the most were yards for a rookie against the Ravens in like their entire career or some crazy stat like that, mm-hmm. because they're just getting torched this season. So, you know, I, yeah, I but, but the hats Ravens, off to just Joe Burrow's play is amazing. So yo, he has been playing amazingly well, but yeah. the rate you said about the Raven, the Ravens are damn near. They're pulling cor- cornerbacks off the street at this point. <laughs> ever- we'll, we'll play corner for food. <laughs> exactly. You know what I mean? Like they're, they're getting the janitors and stuff like, yo, you, you won't play DB. <laughs> All right, cool. Yes. Got you. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. And a great transi- transitional bed into our next time talking about Cincinnati just blowing the doors off of, of, off of Baltimore. You know what I mean? Well, Joe Burrow lighting it up for sure. But I mean, you know, like I said, Minis- you can, like I said, as far as Minnesota's concerned, you can't blame Kirk Cousins, but Joe Burrow is having an, a phenomenal, phenomenal year. Um, I think this kid is certainly 
a a star a star in the future in the making you know, in this league. I think he's going to be a top tier quarterback in this league for for quite some time. But yeah, Cincinnati, just like I said, Baltimore, they they everyone's hurt, dude. Everyone is hurt. Yeah. And I don't think you can really put them down. They they started Josh Johnson in this game. And and he didn't look terrible. You know, it wasn't, it looked, it wasn't that, that bad. Yeah. yeah. 28, 28 to 40 for three or four and two scores. Considering this guy was on somebody else's practice squad. He'd only been in the building for like, what, like uh, a couple weeks. <laughs> like he's in there, he's there for like five minutes. Like, yo, you want to play? All right, cool. I got you. Yeah. <laughs> Can I just leave my bag out here? Okay, cool. <laughs> All right, cool, cool. Go, go, go ahead. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, uh, uh, Burrow torched them, you know, like you said, uh, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins had a hell of a game, but Jamar Chase, for a rookie receiver, everyone knew Chase was nasty. Everyone knew coming in, Jamar Chase was going to be that dude, and he's proven. Because it's because it's funny because people are like, hmm, should the Bengals have picked off the off offensive lineman um, and Sewell that went to Detroit, or should they go with Jamar Chase? You know, uh, because look at what happened to Joe Burrow last year. He got injured his knee. He was out for the you know the season. Yeah, but Chase. This could be a duo that's going to be around for a long time, right? With, with the very Brown. young core, very young nucleus. I don't, I don't think Tyler Ward is going to be there next year. But I mean, just thinking, you've got T. Higgins on one side, Jamar Chase on the other, Uzoma, who I think has finally figured out how to play his role as a as a tight end. I mean, five for thirty six. You know, he had a long as sixteen. He's out there making plays, and so it's it's the Bengals. If there's a team to watch out for, I'd say next year that could look fun. I think it's going to be the Bengals. Okay. All right. We'll see how that turns out. Um, the other, I guess, blowout game of the weekend was Dallas over Washington. They just came out and slaughtered these dudes, 56 to 14. Um, Prescott. Him. <laughs> right? Dude, they just put the Hadoukens over and over <laughs> on them. Like, you know, like, man, it was, it was out of control. Um, Dallas, this is the Dallas offense that we – we've been expecting all year, you know what I mean? Put just putting up numbers on folks. Um, Prescott four scores. You know, and the funny thing is though, they're not relying on Ezekiel Elliott at all. Is it, is it, is it injury plagued? You know, he's been kind of banged up, but again, only 37 yards. He has not been the guy in, in the run game at all. And, you know, this is the guy who held out a couple years ago, Wanted to get, wanted to get the, until he got the bag. Jerry gave it to him. Was like, all right, cool. Here you go. I mean, you know, I, but, I'll put it in. I'll, I'll say that. Although in he's he, sorry, it's a fifty-six. Yeah. Sorry, there's a fifty-six point win, right? Like, mm-hmm. there's if there's ever a time to rest your studs, it, it, this is when you're winning at that point. And we're not, and we're not talking about actively just putting him on the sideline. It's calling pass plays. You but know, he only like got the rock the nine times. He only ran the ball nine times. He only ran the ball nine times. They threw 40 times. They threw 39 times, right? They didn't, they, they were winning by so many points. Why run him into the ground? <laughs> you know, like. No, but why aren't they giving him the, why aren't they giving him the ball even before that? Even early on, that's what I'm, that's what I'm referring they, I, to. They didn't need know? to. They were up 21, nothing in the first. There's no reason for him to take a beating to run the clock. They then decided to use the pass game as an extension of the run game to take some pressure off of the running back. We don't need to run them into two Alabama uh, defensive linemen who are fighting with each other on the sideline, by the way. Uh, you know, I mean, yeah. Yeah, this is the new young crowds. You can put your hand on somebody's face. I, I, I commend, uh, I can't remember who, what was his name? 
has got to be up here. Um, he got he got pointed the uh, the the who's the rookie? The rookie uh, pointed at the uh, the elder statement's fe- uh, forehead. Was it, uh, it Payne or Allen? Payne. It was Payne and Allen. Excuse me. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. So uh, uh, Deron Payne. Deron Payne. Um, you know, like I couldn't believe it. I couldn't <laughs> believe I couldn't believe it that he poked him in the face like that. And to uh, J- uh, John Allen's credit, he did not punch the kid in the face. And he told him that he's like, I could have knocked you out right then on national television with the camera <laughs> right behind you. Would watch you get a tooth knocked out on national television. You know, I think he spared him on that one. Um, but yeah, the game was out of hand. I, I don't think. But I understand. He- I don't know, man. Dude, Ezekiel is on pace to have his lowest production as far as carries wise, the yeah. lowest of his entire career so far. And it was only his sixth year in the league. But but look at in 2017, he only played in 10 games with injury. He carried the ball 242 times. This year, through 15 games, he's only at 210. Through 15 games at 210. So they're just not feeding him the ball. Do they need to? <laughs> There's no what do, do they you, need to? You have I mean, an yeah, all pro running back one, in your backfield, you which you paid. Why would you not want to give him? Why are you guys all about running a running back who's been injured into the ground? It's about managing the product. See, this is one thing that American sports don't understand by comparison to like European then, international then, sports. Then don't stop then, running the product in the ground. But then those don't guys play are him like a premier running back. Don't pay those, him like a premier running back then. They pay him like that, a mediocre running back, That's but it. but all, but the problem is the running back wage scale is so driven down so that all these teams can have four or five guys who do that. Like that's the entire. I'm sure Shanahan's loving it because he can stack. It doesn't make it vote, but they do everything. Who's going to take that beating? All the teams that can't run the ball have problems, right? All of the teams that are on all the top teams in the league are able to run the ball effectively. Some have paid money to keep a running back in the stable that works for them, right? Like Buffalo. Buffalo's inability to have more than one rusher whose name is not Josh Allen has been a problem for them, right? You know, and and this backyard football is only going to go so far, right? Now, Now, do you think Dallas could win a Super Bowl? They could. Are okay. they going to this year? No. <laughs> okay. Do you think Buffalo could win a Super Bowl? They could. Are they going to this year? No. Okay. Well, then, you know, then listen, because it's, it's, I just don't, I disagree there. I think that Dallas could go to the Super Bowl and could play if they keep their act together. They have a Dalton Schultz offense that works. They could run the entire, they, they just showed us that they can run the entire offense well, through their tight listen, end and they can murder you. Listen, they can, they have multiple weapons, right? They don't have to, they didn't have, they just spread the ball around so that they didn't have to overwork anybody in this game because they didn't like, need to. Like Stephen A. Smith says, when it comes to the Dallas Cowboys, what can go wrong will go wrong. They used to always, say that about the Saints. They always find a way to somehow screw things up. You see, you always say people can't have certain people can't just can't have nice things. Dallas can't just can't have nice things. Okay, you can give them all the options and all the um, things that you know the, the whatever there's to do to 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 be efficient, the necessities to be efficient to to have success. But somehow they're gonna find a way to screw it up. Okay, you know who you know who hasn't found a way to screw it up all year the defense i have been waiting for the offense to yes. catch up to the defense because if your defense does that 
when they have opportunities and, and, and they've had funny. plenty of opportunities, and, it's going to keep them. And we've in the been game. talking about this for a while. They've been talking about this for a while. Like Dallas defense needs to improve to catch up on the offense. This Dallas defense is phenomenal. You've got two defensive player of the year candidates in Trayvon Diggs and yeah. rookie linebacker yeah. um Micah Parsons. Who might be one of the smartest people on the field on defense every single time if the so, game is on. And remember, he sat out last season at Penn State. He sat out because of COVID. He's, he's smart. He didn't How about that? Play last year, okay? Yeah. And he's right now defensive defensive player of the year candidate. Not only rookie defensive player of the year, overall defensive player of the year candidate right now. Okay. Now Buffalo does not have that kind of defense, so I don't. I agree with you. I don't think that they could win a Super Bowl. But Dallas, if the Dallas defense keeps coming to play every week, and we know they do. Whenever the offense decides to put points on the board, this is what you can get. Right. That when they just, you said, you just said it, when they decide to put points on the board because they've been not, not having it, you know, they haven't been consistent. Now, let's say they are in the Super Bowl against an AFC team. It's probably going to be, it's this point, it's probably going to be Kansas City. It could be, you know, maybe Indianapolis. I don't think Tennessee has enough offense to get there because it's always being the, all the injuries they've had. Um, and I don't think it's going to be, you know, Cincy or even, like I said, I, I would love for it to be Buffalo. I picked Buffalo to win the AFC, but, you know, it just going up, let's say they go up against Kansas City again in the AFC championship. I'm just not sure if Buffalo's identity right now, they've been kind of, lackluster on the offensive side of the football this year, for, you know, compared to last year, what they were. Um, that's why I said, I'm, it's like, ugh, you know, I picked them to go to the Super Bowl, but I'm just not sure anymore. Can Dallas beat Kansas city or Buffalo in the Super Bowl? I, I think they, they could. I think, yo, they, throw, I think throw those terrible. The one thing I will say about uh, Trayvon Diggs, you mentioned, he will get beat sometimes because he's a rookie. He still needs to work on his technique, but all of those duck balls and all those misthrown balls that the young quarterbacks these days like to do, because Tom Brady said in a press conference earlier, back in my day, there were throws you don't make for a reason. Mm-hmm. Now oh, the league has changed to allow them to make those plays. Oh, dude, this is, this is Diggs' second year league. No, this is Diggs' second year? Perfect. Second year okay, awesome. awesome. Uh, Parsons, the Parsons, Parsons is a rookie. Yeah. Diggs, okay. Diggs was a second round pick um, uh, last year. But by the oh, wow. Was. Okay. Yeah. Missed that completely entirely. Um, yeah. yeah. No, uh, so my, my, concern is that they are going to be able to take advantage of these throws that you're not supposed to make as a quarterback that could listen everybody's got hands on this team they said they've got jugs machines going on all over the practice field for the defense everybody's got to get a chance to figure out how to touch the ball but you know can dallas get by green bay can dallas get by los angeles can dallas get by tampa bay you know the packers are only winning games by one or two points right now so I think they could get by Green Bay. No, honestly, honestly, if the Packers are only Aaron, winning games by Aaron, one or two. Let me ask you one question. Aaron Rodgers or Dak Prescott? Who who is the, who's playing against the better defense? Because in that game, yeah. Prescott is going to make so many plays against that struggling Packers defense. In, in, if you got to go to Lambeau Field. Marka Parsons played in Happy Valley. He's not afraid of no cold. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, you're not. Uh, okay. listen, I, listen, listen, this, okay, this okay. platform needs to stop being so pro Aaron Rodgers and pro Packers and look at the what is happening you know in front of us. Because right? Aaron Rodgers is a bad man. He's okay? not better than Tom Brady or he'd have more Super Bowls. He's not better than Tom Brady. he have more wins and big moments. What did I say before? Brady will go down as the greatest quarterback ever, but from my arm talent, it's Aaron Rodgers. You changed the name to Peyton Manning. I've seen it before. I'm that old. I've seen no. it before. Oh, oh, throws the ball. Oh, okay. Not getting the big games. Not, it, it, not, it is not taking is. the heart out of the out of the defense. 
he couldn't beat the Seahawks. Tom Brady beat the, beat the, uh, the Ravens. But this guy, and then Tom Brady had to beat the Steelers. And then Tom Brady had to beat the Colts if he ever wanted a chance to play for the Super Bowl. And this guy couldn't get past the Seahawks. Stop it. Stop it. Let's move on. Anyway, <laughs> let's talk about our matchup from last week. Buffalo at New England, Obed. Um, Buffalo got some sweet, sweet revenge in this one. Yes, you those know. referees did. Yes, they did. Oh, here we go. Yes, here, here we, we go. go. Oh, my goodness. Buffalo won 33-21 in Foxborough, mind you. The first Buffalo. time a team had not punted ever in, in New England for a very long time, if I'm not mistaken. Let's speak on it, man. I mean, Buffalo's just... This is what I expect from Buffalo. This is the kind of performance I expect from Buffalo. Granted, that one in that game in Buffalo a few weeks ago wins at 87 miles per hour. <laughs> you know what I mean? Snow, sleet, hail, tornadoes, and the hurricanes going on Love around it. the state. That's a real game. That's a real game. That's what I want. <laughs> you can have that. I'm good. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'd rather play in sunny Florida. Or in build, build that dome. I want Buffalo to build that dome and make that yes. team soft as Charmin. Build that dome. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But this is this is what I expect from Buffalo. Um, this is like kind of game or I expect this is how I expect them to play and I expect Josh Allen to perform. Um, this is why, like I said, I picked Buffalo to go to the Super Bowl, not all be to win it, but at least get to the Super Bowl. So being that the Patriots barely won before. Now, Bills won by a larger margin this time. Is Buffalo truly the better team, Obed? Oh, no, not at all. Um, I think okay. overall, overall, Buffalo is a team that can do things that New England cannot. But head-to-head, the better coaching is in New England. Um, defensively, I'm going to give the edge to New England. Uh, offensively, the edge to the Buffalo Bills is at one position. You put Josh Allen on the Patriots, I fear for the rest of the AFC. I fear for the rest of the league. But let's not get ahead of it. Let's not put no card in front of the horse. Even the receivers? The receivers? Uh, uh, oh, well, there you go. I'll give him Stefan Diggs. But if, let's say Julio, not Julio, uh, Odell Beckham Jr. goes to New England, I think we're going to see Odell Beckham putting up some Stephon Diggs type numbers with the schemes that he could get from Josh McDaniels, from the football know-how to putting players in the right position to do what they can do. But again, I'm, I'm comparing him to Stefan Diggs, who is getting up so much bulk of the work, not as of late because they want to spread the ball around defensives have started like shade over and try to keep Stefan Diggs intact. But my, my only concern with this game was that I felt like the officiating was bad. Um, picking up the flag on the I, I don't know what that situation was where the play is over Mike Mac Jones has been out of bounds for two steps now the defender puts his hands on his back and pulls a person who's running backwards and it causes Mac Jones to fall to the ground mm -hmm. they then come in and pick up the flag that's a 15 yard penalty on like there the Patriots 45 would have moved them into you know right off front of uh the red zone, you know, there's a chance for a field goal there. You go into half down 17, uh, 10. If you get a touchdown, you go down 17, 14, and then you come back out and you give Buffalo the ball, right? We've already seen and talked about Buffalo's backyard football. Uh, that is not sustainable in the NFL. Um, one guy toting the rock the entire time is, is not going to be effective if that guy takes a hit and gets hurt you know like no that's i agree kudos to baltimore they've been able to be effective without lamar's running ability uh but again that's because the solidarity of the team around him yeah you're right we've said this before the buffalo this buffalo squad just has no run game outside of josh allen devin singletary zach moss uh matt breeder are just are not the answer i'm just yeah. i'm i'm I've said it before, I'll say it again, they're not. Especially after two years. I think we're talking about things in a two-year gap here. And after two years, I think we can effectively say, like, those guys aren't it. 
Yeah, for sure. I think they need to yeah. really revamp that entire um, backfield going into yeah. 2022, um, whether it be through the draft, whether it's through the free agency or you know, trade, whatever the case is. Yeah. They, you give you give this Buffalo team a top, I was going to say top 10, but even a top 15 running back. <laughs> Let's be honest. Yeah. They're, 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 they're more efficient on, on offense for sure. And because they just don't have it, you know, right now. Yeah. But um, yeah, I, I always say that Buffalo is the better team uh, overall, because like I said, their quarterback played Josh Allen, you know, that because remember your quarterback is leader of your team. That's going to, it's going to get it done. Um, you know, now looking at the standings, you know, Buffalo is right there. Now they're, they're in the leap they're for the division. I think, I believe it, if they win this week, they wrap up the division pretty much because right now with a tiebreaker, Buffalo would, would take it. So even if Buffalo wins, if Buffalo wins this week, and New England loses. Buffalo Buffalo takes the AFC East. Um, but uh, I, 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 you know, as a matter of fact, no. I think if they win, if they win, and I think they have to win one more at least and be good. We'll see. We'll see how. But I'm way, pretty sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they. It's win this week and then next week is happening. Is it okay? Okay. I think it's if it's win this week and New England loses, you wrap up the division. Otherwise, yeah. if they're both, if they both win. Buffalo can take it next week. Yes, and that's that's what. It yeah, because I don't. I mean, I don't yeah, assume yeah. New England's going to lose to Jacksonville. Now, you would hope not. Well, we didn't. Everyone, we didn't think Buffalo was going to lose to Jacksonville. So yeah, but that's because Buffalo is a lot of talk, man. You, you got to be. You got to be honest with the schedule that Buffalo's had. That Buffalo took an L to the Jacksonville Jaguars when they did. Jacksonville yeah. wasn't good then. Right. Jacksonville has looked better now. Good then they're they're not even good now. What you mean? Okay, well then that's <laughs> even worse for Buffalo. Then. I, I so how you say they're you. better than the Patriots? I, I, I don't do. understand that because you could lose a one few game, positions. Okay. A few positions does not okay. make the whole. Okay, are the Saints better? Are the Saints, are the Saints better than the Packers? How is that a one to one comparison? Because the Saints, the Saints beat the Packers. That means they're a better team. Just because I don't think the New Orleans Saints have a better roster. I wasn't talking about wins. I'm talking about head to head coaching. Hmm, I've got to give coaching to Sean Payton. Bill Belichick. I think Sean Payton is a better Hall-Fame coach. coach. He's been around for 20-some years. And, and, and I mean, Pete I, Carroll's I, been around for 20-plus-some-odd years because he's older than Bill Belichick, and Pete Carroll is an idiot when it comes to some of the X's and O's these days. Dude, they have, they've been – Russell Wilson was out for how many weeks with, the, with, that, with that hand or uh, finger injury? You know what I mean? They don't have the defense. With the, that Legion of Boom has been gone and dismantled from some time ago. You know what I mean? So, dude, I, I think it's a we, – we can get into all that, you know what I mean, off time. Yeah. But it's a whole different game. I still think Buffalo is a better team overall. Um, I, think, I think it's personal bias. It's personal bias. I'll take New England. <laughs> not And not on bias, Maybe, on facts. Yeah, on facts all, all these personal see. biases. Also. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's keep it rolling, Obed. Um, and before we get into our you right you mad segment um it was noted that their day in the press conference big ben looking like he's leaning towards retirement quote unquote officially whatever that may be you know he doesn't want to talk in definites but he's saying that this could be this week could be his last game at heinz field quickly your thoughts on big ben's comments uh so a little anecdote that his agent uh Ben Roethlisberger agent said that unlike Tom Brady and Peyton Manning he won't be entertaining playing for other teams um which is cute because uh his phone is going to be very dry after this season is over (laughs) um uh it's unfortunate that it's it's his last home game uh I would love to watch him throw ducks uh barely make a 40-yard pass um try to run for his life as if he's in slow motion um you got you guys What's that? What's that smell? 
Oh, that's hate in the air. I'm sorry. That is, it is. Oh my goodness. (laughs) You know, we we could talk about the scourge that is, I think he had like the longest winning streak for a rookie and like it extended from when they, and they won the Super Bowl too. Like it just, it was, it was dirty. It was disgusting. Um, P they ended the Patriots 21 game streak, I believe was 21. Uh, when uh, Plaxico Burst was his favorite target out in uh, in Heinz Field. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you know, I mean, listen, the kid probably lived and had an amazing career. Uh, one of the many quarterbacks from the 2004 uh, uh draft class that included Eli Manning included uh Philip Rivers mm-hmm. you know uh the, the, he's he's been a stalwart in the black and yellow uh from his days as the the party rowdy bad boy to mm. the aging dinosaur um I don't really have much to say I'm I, good riddance you know <laughs> so, I, tell, tell me how you really feel son you know he's not I mean? one of my favorite people you know yeah, yeah I've heard some stories He's a guy. you know you know he's like kind of um not so stand-up guy if you want to say the least okay so but far as football wise like i said this is if this is going to be his last year he's good he's going to be a hall of famer that's for sure he's going to be a hall of famer two times winning champion uh you know but he, pro- he probably did he probably did do enough work to deserve it but yeah, yeah i never again i he's one of the guys i might give him more credit than peyton Honestly, I love I love me some Philip Rivers. I I can't stand Ben Roethlisberger, but again, this is who Tom Brady had to get by in the leader of his team in order to go to get a chance to go play Peyton and then go to the Super Bowl. Or and sometimes he had to go through Peyton to get to uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers so they could go onto the Super Bowl, right? So like that is, that competitor, I have so enough respect for. Are we just always gonna rope in Tom Brady, no matter what topic we're, we're talking about? Is that is that is that the new normalcy for this show? If now? we want, if we want to hear, if <laughs> I mean, at this point, we want to make sure that winning is associated with everything that we do. So no. let's speak the name of winning anytime okay. that okay. we get well, a chance. I'll speak. I'll bring Michael Jordan into everything from now on. Okay, I don't <laughs> have a problem with that. I don't know if I, at least he can shoot with his eyes closed and make it. Mm. <laughs> easy bron bron yeah. <laughs> oh lebron anyway let's get into our you right you max segment uh we're gonna make bold statements to one another we're gonna tell the other one if we're out we're correct we're outright crazy oh bet i say to you first Bengals quarterback joe burrow is a top five quarterback in the nfl right now sherman you mad um you know I would say that he's in the top 10 for sure. But, you know, I was trying to put a list together and I still hadn't added Kirk Cousins. And I'm, I feel like Kirk Cousins is a better quarterback than Joe Burrow mm-hmm. with less weapons than Joe Burrow. Uh, less weapons than Joe Burrow? I, I would say less weapons than Joe He's probably got the best, best wide receiver duo on the NFL with Justin he's Jefferson got, and, and yeah, I'm feeling. But he doesn't have a trio, right? He doesn't have a trio and two running backs that can catch right and you know a tight end that is very effective they're still trying to find a tight joe end mixon? Joe mixon can't catch the ball i said joe mixon can catch the, oh, ball. Oh, the right. tyler conklin is supposed to be a, a beast tight end but he's not really pulling it off for uh, minnesota and especially now when they need him considering that adam thielen is going to be out mm-hmm. um but we're not going to see kirk cousins play this just in um kirk cousins has been placed on the covid reserve list he will be missing the game on uh sunday night against Ooh. the uh packers, packers. oh yeah yep packers yeah, will so, take that one yeah so i have it as uh brady rogers mahomes uh herbert allen 
Um, and I didn't wow. have Kirk Cousins in there. And wow. I can't put Kirk Cousins under Josh Allen uh, because Josh Allen is playing backyard football. Kirk Cousins actually operates the offense within the confines. Um, probably Kirk Cousins is more likely to throw the ball away than take off. Yes, but you want the your quarterback to live to see another play. Allen mm. is starting to tread that water where that's going to become I'm a little sketchy. I'm surprised you don't have Dak Prescott in the top five. Um, again, another guy I didn't add. I didn't add Dak Prescott. Um, I, like I said, that, this is the be, that was the beginning of the list, right? I hadn't even stopped and said, okay, who am I really, who am I missing? And to think with all the names of guys that I said I forgot, that you have confirmed I forgot, we still haven't added Joe Burrow. And mm-hmm. I couldn't even think to add him if we just talked about seven quarterbacks, eight quarterbacks this then. Wow. Okay. All right. You know so what I mean? So, yeah, yeah, I mean, so. yeah, me, I, I'm putting – uh, Rodgers and Brady up there. Obviously, Mahomes at three. I would, I'm putting honestly. I'm putting Prescott at four. You know, um, I like I like Justin Herbert. I like what you did there. He's going to be a stud in this league for sure. Uh, I, re- I really I really do believe that. You know, what yeah. I mean, uh, like just he just need. I think he just needs a little bit more out in LA to deal to complement his abilities. He's on an older team. They need to start thinking about what the future is going to be because Mike yeah, exactly. Williams can't seem to stay healthy. Keenan he Allen, I believe, is 27. Older. Actually, I think he's still no. young. He might be 27, 28. Is he only 20? I feel like he's been a He's young, forever, he, but yo. he has. He started, he got in the league when he was 20. Wow. I, I could have sworn Keenan Allen was well in his 30s. Right? No, Keenan Allen is a young man. Yes, it is. It is. Dude, I could have sworn. I mean, I mean, I just feel like he's been there for so for so long. You know what I mean? That's why. Oh wow, yeah, he's twenty nine years old. There you go. Yeah, I knew he wasn't thirty years old yet. Wow, Um, wow, yeah. And he just he turned in in April, right? So his thirtieth birthday is coming up. But you know, he basically watched him play through his age twenty eight and the twenty ninth season over the last two years. Gotcha. You know what I mean? So like he they they're an aging team. He's got Mm -hmm. some youth there, but and Mike Williams has been drafted or post him. Mike Owens, I think, has only been in the league for four years now. Mm, Something like that. Yeah, I just I don't see it with him. Maybe they bring in some other guys. They have they had a young tight end that just moved on to the Patriots. Um, yes, he's going to need some weapons. Uh, I think we'll see how much more of a beating uh, Austin Eckler can take. The Justin Jackson's out there looking good. You said Joshua Kelly as well as a name to look out for. Yeah. It might become him throwing the tight end right. to running backs, but All yeah. Right. All right, we'll see. Sherman, I, I have a question for you, good sir. Mm-hmm. Um, Sherman, you write you mad. The leash on Harbaugh and Lamar will be shorter next year if the Ravens don't win the division. Um, I'm going to say you're half right and you're half, Matt, because I think the leash is going to be sh- shorter on Lamar than it is on John Harbaugh. Because I feel like Harbaugh has been doing an outstanding job this 2021 season, giving all of the injuries that the Baltimore Ravens have had. Like we said before, they have damn near no cornerbacks. Lamar has been injured. They have they lost their running back before the season even started. Their top two, their two top running top backs two. before, this, top before the season even started. Yeah. And yet they're what eight and seven right now, you know, and they're still vying for a playoff position. They almost beat the Packers a couple weeks yeah. ago. Right. Hell, they're even buying for the NFC North title right now. They're only a game behind Cincinnati. Yeah, you just said they almost beat the Packers recently, you know. Um, and it's just, it's uh, to me, that is coaching. The only real, I guess, real, real bad loss was that was when they had um, was versus Cincinnati when they lost 41 to 17 there. You lost by 12 to Miami. Other than that, and then this, and this last one against, that got blown out again by Cincinnati. 
So there's two bad losses to Cincinnati and then a kind of closer one to Miami. Other than that, they've been in just about every single game, you know? And again, this Cincinnati loss, which was their third string quarterback. Okay. So, you you know, so you you can't really hold that against them to me. And they were still effective in that game. Exactly. So to me, Harbaugh, you cannot blame Harbaugh for this. You have to blame the injuries, but as far as Lamar, yeah. I mean, it's going to be at some point where it's like, look at him. It's like, all right, can you be now again, this is a, a, a MVP winning quarterback, you know, um, who is, you know, who has shown us that he can play the quarterback position, not completely effectively, but granted now he's going into his fifth year. So I'm going to assuming they're going to exercise his fifth year option. I don't think he gets the extension just yet. I think, you know what? Let me take that back. I, I don't think he should get the extension just yet, but I think he will get the extension. There's an, okay. That's the difference. I think he will get the extension that they what they want to give him okay um in mid-season a mid-season extension no i think they, no because look this this is his fourth he's in his fourth year right now so either they're going to exercise the fifth year option yeah. so or or but i think going into training camp or even before training camp i think they're going to give i think they're going to give him an extension they're, they're not going to exercise the fifth year they're just going to give him an extension right now they're going to give him an extension going into next season because okay. I think they feel that this is not Lamar's fault and this is not the overall team's fault for having all of these injuries and not being. It does change team. the dynamic of what they wanted to do. I completely agree with you because yeah, you think you if they have win. their two top running backs, maybe they don't need him to run as much. They let the running uh, back situation be handled by the running backs that they've accrued. And he just right. focuses on passing, get better exactly. at passing. Exactly. Yeah. So I don't, you can't, you can't put it all on Lamar. Is it more, more scrutiny going to be on Lamar than Harbaugh? Yes, I do feel that, but I don't think, Harbaugh will be on a short of a really short of leash compared to Lamar will be. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, let's get into our picks, Obed, before we uh close out the show. Uh, week 16, we pretty, did pretty damn good. I went 14 and 2, you went 13 and 3. Week 17, got some pretty good matchups here. Let's get to it. Um, first up, Atlanta at Buffalo. I think it's kind of an easy one here. Atlanta is just a complete disappointment. I'm not sure why they went with Kyle Pitts as their number one draft pick. Because the offense's offense hasn't looked like a dynamic offense, I think you needed a lot of other pieces to kind of fill out that team. To be honest with you, but again, that's what they did. And anyway, this matchup, Buffalo all the way. Herman, you said it with uh, the oh, what is the team that you were talking about that put everything? The Arizona Cardinals, right? You mm-hmm. said that the Arizona Cardinals lost DeAndre Hopkins. When you take away one dynamic piece, looks what happened to them. We were talking about Atlanta as they exist now when they don't have Calvin Ridley. I hope that he's doing well. I hope that he's doing, getting the help that he needs. If he does come back to football, I think it would have been a completely different situation if they had had the dynamic kid with the older statesman because they did it when they had Julio and Roddy White. Uh, in this game, sorry to Julio and Roddy White of the past. I'm doing Buffalo. New York at Chicago, the Giants are a mess. No Daniel Jones anymore. Chicago, even though um, I think it's Nick Foles going to be going going again for this week for the for the Bears, but the Giants are just a bad squad. Even if it's not, whether it's and you don't know the rookie Justin Fields, Bears all the way. It's just Chicago, the Bears. Kansas City at Cincinnati. Kansas City is on a roll, and they will continue to keep rolling. I think this is going to be a good offensive game. I think. The over, I don't know what the over under is, but I'm going to put the over under. I'm going to set, let's say, I think it's going to be over 40, for easily over 40, 50 points combined. I want to say even over 50 points combined for sure. I'm going to say Kansas City, though. 
It's amazing. This is the second time in my life I've seen, or probably the third time a matchup has happened where like this, where like it could be absolute bonanzas um, because one team just has no defense at all. Uh, and the other team has no defense at all. Um, <laughs> excuse me, pardon me. Uh, it's going to be Kansas city. Although I wonder, man, if, if Cincinnati could find some defense, they could do something because I think they could just hammer the Kansas city defense with, Uzoma, Tyler Boyd, until they get tired of covering those two, and then just start sprinkling on Jamar Chase and uh, T. Higgins and make this thing a party. Yeah, I mean, this is a Kansas City team who has won eight games in a row. They started off the year three and four, looking like, mm, is Kansas City the real deal? You know, are they going to get? But who have the they been? Who have they been? I'm willing to. It's funny. I won't talk they, about they, they beat Green Bay. I don't. I won't watch they, a lot of football. They beat Dallas. College football. I will talk about quality of wins and the the, the people that they beat. Green Bay didn't have Aaron Rodgers. You just said Aaron Rodgers is the reason why the Packers would beat the Colts in the Super Bowl. We got to remember what we said before and keep that same energy when we come after it again. Uh, but I'll take Kansas City in this one for sure. All right. Miami at Tennessee. I'm actually going to go Miami. I was going to go Tennessee, but I don't know. Tennessee is kind of up and down with that offense, dude. In the People love the waddle. People love the waddle, dog. The waddle is, is coming to a, a end zone near you, bro. <laughs> Tennessee, just so many injuries and COVID people on COVID lists. I'm going to say Miami. Miami, Miami's what on a seven game win streak? If I'm not mistaken. Miami is on like some kind of crazy win streak. It's, you know, I don't know, man. Don't, don't act like they're going to come out here and do Alabama stuff because they got two Bama boys. You know, <laughs> I, I, I'm hesitant to go Miami. I just make your pick, man. Do man I, I like I like Tennessee in this one. All right, I like Tennessee. All right, there you go. Vegas at Indianapolis. Uh, I'm gonna go Indy. Jonathan Taylor, MVP candidate, as we talked about. Let's go Colts. Yeah, no, I don't. I think Las Vegas's offense is gonna put up a couple ducks against this defense. Another good defense uh, in the league um, with a run game. You know, can hide that quarterback really well. Let's go Indy. Jacksonville at New England. I think this is an easy one for both of us here. Uh, it's going to be the Patriots. Or oh, it should yeah. be the Patriots. <laughs> it should be the Patriots. I don't I don't see why Jacksonville would beat them. I, again, <laughs> a few calls a different way. I feel like that game has a lot different flow. Uh, again, uh, almost all three other phases can, of the you game. You can say that about every game, dude. There's always some, some bad. I'm talking, listen, I'm talking, we watch the game and we can put Points on the board for does that swing momentum that way or that way? What that, does this change for that one? That I will can do that for almost every single game you watch. I'll do that sometimes a little more pronounced than others. Uh, but um, well, that's neither here nor there. We're going to England. Um, <laughs> Tampa Bay, your boy TB12 going against the New York Jets in Jersey. Um, this is a matchup of a 44-year-old quarterback in Tom Brady and a 2020-year-old quarterback in Zach Wilson, literally exactly half of his age. Um <laughs> the crazy have, yeah been around the block been around the block like just, you weren't just, even a semen of what i want to super bowl <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness yeah folks, we, just, we just went there um but yeah i mean it's the bucks obviously yeah it's gonna be the bucks top of that boy good <laughs> he, he good that boy good yeah boy good. <laughs> philadelphia and washington in the nfc east matchup washington like we talked about it before getting the brakes beat off of them last week against dallas philly vying for that playoff spot eagles uh yeah it's gonna be philly i love the things that i've been seeing out of uh the playmakers there um i just i don't know about jalen hurts man i still have some some yeah i'm like on the yeah, uh, it's a little I, on that I like side, him but though but I'm they should defense. win this game 
they're yeah. against a depleted Washington team, they should win this game. For sure. Um, the Rams at the Ravens, LA, I think should 100% win this game. This game would be a lot different if Baltimore was 100% healthy, but I'm, I'm going to pick Los Angeles. This game would be way more intense if they were 100% healthy. And I'll same with the Rams as well, uh, but we're going with Los Angeles. Denver at the other Los Angeles team, the Chargers, um, got to go Los Angeles. Drew Locke, I think, is going to get started again for the Broncos with Teddy Bridgewater out again with that concussion. It's lost him back. Man, oh, I feel so bad for Bridgewater. Such a talent and can so get such consistently getting hurt and it's just like oh man it's rough but uh this one is gonna be the chargers he don't look like he works out he doesn't look like he lifts weights like you cannot come out here lamar is learning this you cannot come out here and play this game with 200 300 pound men and say that oh no i'm good i don't need to touch weights you need to build muscle you need to be able to be rattled and feel like you weren't hurt um okay uh so we're going los angeles because watching drew lock play football is like watching somebody shovel poop behind a horse <laughs> yeah. that's a that's a new one okay yeah. I, I like it though um let's keep it moving i'm not really sure how to react to that so i'm gonna move <laughs> on uh houston at san francisco obed uh san fran houston's a bad team came up with a good are they are they a bad team i mean yeah ask the chargers (laughs) right call the chargers yeah Uh, that was 149 yards to rex burkhead he's coming off of a reconstructed achilles i think or acl or something of that sort Mm -hmm. you let an injured guy run for 149 yards on you oh my god (laughs) um Trap game, dude. This is a trap game. Um, San Francisco starting a rookie. Oh my god. Um, we're picking San Francisco. <laughs> All right, here we go. Uh Arizona at Dallas. Damn, I wish DeAndre Hopkins was playing in this one. Um, because quite frankly, I think my pick would be might be different, but I'm gonna I'm gonna say Dallas. You know, the only reason that I think oddsmakers believe that uh this game could have some different outcome is because Kyler's from Texas, I'm sure. They, they think he's going to go and have some Texas love and make a bunch of plays at home. I, I don't particularly see that, even if DeAndre Hopkins was there. This yeah, the, defense is playing too well for you're me right. the Dallas at this point of the better. year. At home as well, mm-hmm. uh, I'm going Dallas. Carolina at New Orleans. You know, I was going to go in New Orleans, but I'm going to say Carolina. I know Carolina's not that good of a squad. We know Christian McCaffrey, but New Orleans looking real bad. Ian Book. Had to start last week for the Saints. Who knows what's going to be their quarterback position? So I'm going to say I'm going to say the Panthers. You know what? Why the hell not? Yeah, true. <laughs> I mean, that's how I feel about it with New Orleans. I'm just trying to leverage. Like, what do they know? I know the New Orleans knows Carolina well enough. I know the New Orleans is going to play defense better than Carolina is probably going to play defense. Um, I just don't know what's going to happen offensively. They stay. They're going to go back to Taysom Hill. I believe that you can run the ball against a team that's going to get more plays running the ball. Uh, because I tell hey, are they really going to put Sam Darnold out there? I don't know. I mean, yeah, should so. he go out there? I, you know, what? I say give it to Cam. Let Cam rock out. This might be his, this might be his last year in the, not only Carolina, last year in the league, you know, because he's not really getting yeah. any phone calls. I say rock out with Cam because Sam Darnold is going to be there next year, as we know. Completely agree with you. Yep. Um, Was the next one Detroit? Oh, did you, so did you pick New Orleans? Yes, yeah, so I'm picking New Orleans. Okay. Detroit at Seattle. Uh, kind of it should be an easy pick but Seattle's just so bad but I'm still going to pick Seattle anyway because Detroit's just really really bad as we know but and golf might not be playing he's in I think he was in COVID protocols last week he didn't play so uh, Seahawks 
Yeah, I'm going to go Seahawks. This is the kind of game that they can, again, uh, it's Detroit out the dome team coming out to you in the middle of the wintertime on the West Coast. Qualcomm is, I don't know what the weather's going to be like, but I'm sure it's going to be terrible. So let's go Seattle. Yep, yep, yep. Um, Minnesota at Green Bay for the Sunday night matchup. We just, we mentioned this before. No Kirk Cousins now. He's yeah. tested positive for COVID. So this should be an easy one for the Packers. Yeah. Go Packers. Uh, Cleveland at Pittsburgh in the Monday night matchup, as we talked about this will be Ben Roethlisberger. It will supposedly his last game at Heinz Field. Just be, mainly because of that is another reason why I'm going to go with the Pittsburgh Steelers. And no, Cleveland could very well win this game. Look at what they did last year in the playoffs against Pittsburgh. They embarrassed them. No one thought that was going to happen. You know what I mean? But being that this is this could be ben, Ben's uh, Big Ben's uh, final game in Pittsburgh, I think he's going to want to show out and show off, show off for the crowd. Uh, so I'm, let's go Steelers. I hope he tries to show out for the crowd. That might end up just giving the game to Cleveland. <laughs> this ain't this ain't a field of dreams there you don't have an angel with you right now that's going to take that 20 yard duck and make it an 80 yard bomb like this is just <laughs> yeah let's well, go Pittsburgh. i hope i hope they can at least win one for him when this win, win this one for him let's just say that okay? <laughs> this is how much i hate the Steelers. i guess <laughs> oh it's a good it's a good thing our, our guest chris isn't on this show right now he'd be so disappointed right now hey, oh my Mason god rudolph is coming <laughs> <laughs> They're going to be so bad. They better draft a quarterback. That's oh all I know. Oh they better draft wait. a quarterback. Okay, let's come on down. Come on down. Yeah, Tom's down in Tampa. Come sit right here. Come oh sit right here with me. Oh, my goodness. Well, folks, that is going to do it for us this week here on What's the Word Entertainment. We hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. We hope you enjoyed uh, listening in for all of our uh nuances and craziness throughout 2021 um obed any last words for the people before we head out this last final episode here of the 2021 year you know what i think for all of us that made it let's be thankful uh and grateful for all the ones who didn't um let's try to move forward in the next year and uh make the best for ourselves go on vacation more mm -hmm. right nobody nice. ever told you to do that nice. get yourself something nice right mm -hmm. that thing you wanted to buy it go have a good time Live Come back life. and work hard and buy the next right. nice thing. Right, man. Like I always said this video, you have to do what's always do what's best for you. Because you know what? Ain't nobody gonna love you like you love yourself. Damn it. I love me some me. That's always your single inside. Okay? <laughs> I love me some me. Okay. Oh my goodness. Oh, oh man. Well, folks, don't forget to check us out on Twitter at the WWENT. For Obed, I am Sherm. We will catch you guys next year. Happy New Year, everyone. Take care. Peace.